0: Well, hello there, sunshine. Welcome to another learning series at the Primary Teacher Friends Podcast. Today, we are jumping right into one of my favorite, imagine that in all caps, favorite things to teach, and that is the alphabet. Letters and sounds are so stinking fun, and although I'm a second grade teacher now, I still geek out on the memories of teaching that and ideas of teaching letters and sounds, and I get my fix of this with my own girls here at home who are preschool, kindergarten, first grade age. Plus, I continue to create new resources to make this instruction more engaging, effective, and low prep for teachers. So, I'm all about the alphabet. Sadly, from time to time, I also have to provide these services to second grade students who don't have a solid foundation of letters and sounds on board. So today we're diving into part one of the Go-Getter's Guide to Teaching the Alphabet. I fully believe that mindset shifts and changes in perspective are something that hold us back from being truly successful in our teaching and confident as well. So today, I want to give you some coaching around thoughts we have when teaching the alphabet and provide you with some new thoughts that can aid you during your teaching this upcoming year. I'm also going to discuss one of the biggest mistakes I see happening in most of the curriculums that I see out there and how you can make small, easy adjustments to your letter and sound instruction to prevent making those yourself. So whether you are a new teacher navigating through all the complexities of teaching these 26 foreign symbols, or a veteran teacher looking for new ideas and perspectives, you'll want to hang around for this one. Are you ready? Ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker, and you're among friends here. And now, your host, Primary Teacher content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. I don't know about you, but I'm basically trapped in my house with four kids most of the day, and it's just wonderful to let my thoughts loose and know that there is an actual adult on the other end who understands. Oh, I love summer, love my children, but sometimes it's good to get away. If you are new here, my name is Tony, and my goal in life is to help teachers become more joyful at their careers so they can have a greater impact on their students. Today, I'm hoping to share a little joy in the area of literacy by talking about my favorite thing, and that is teaching the alphabet. Today's episode is actually sponsored by the upcoming release of My Letter Squads. Yay! This has been a summer long project and I'm so excited to introduce it today because it goes so well with today's topic. The Letter Squads is a daily letter of the week digital activity with accompanying work mats that cover all 26 letters of the alphabet. I hate to brag on myself, it's not something I do often, but this was really a brilliant creation and something that came out of a need I had the last time I taught kindergarten. It is not available just yet because I'm looking for teachers just like you to try a one-week trial of this product and give me some feedback. So if you teach Pre-K or maybe remedial first grade students and you're interested in trying this product and giving me some feedback, please send an email to tony at teachertony.com and say, I will try your letter squads. I am so excited to get this into the world for teachers. It is just a wonderful resource. No to low prep and something your students will beg you to do each day. I promise. My students begged for it, and I have other friends who have used this curriculum over the past year, and their students adored it as well. So today's episode is sponsored by the Letter Squads. And now let's get to our Go-Getter's Guide to Teaching the Alphabet. Before we dig into the alphabet, let's talk about what a go-getter is. Well, my friend, that is what you are. You are here in your free time dedicated to getting better, to achieving more. A definition of go-getter from wordhippo.com is one who strives to achieve success or improvement. You, my friend, are a go-getter. And this guide to the alphabet is for teachers like you who want to be even better than they were before. So now that you have a new term to describe yourself, yes, that's you. Let's chat all about important perspectives that can help us become more effective in teaching the alphabet. Teacher, imagine with me being dropped into a foreign place. Everything is new, nothing seems familiar, and you're handed a piece of paper with these mystical symbols and are being asked and even expected to decipher them. Although we sometimes don't realize it, this is how most students feel when they enter a kindergarten classroom, and unfortunately, is how some students feel even beyond that. To really serve students well in planning and organizing effective alphabet instruction, we first must get into this mindset. I don't know about you, but although I love teaching the alphabet, I have been frustrated before when kids just didn't get it. But I'm much more effective when I think about the child and what this journey is like for them. How do they feel and what is their perspective like? Well, the truth is, it is much like me looking at hieroglyphics and trying to decipher their meaning. For our students, the alphabet is really foreign and difficult, and we need to establish this mindset to best serve them. Although it is easy for us, it's not easy for them. The truth is, our alphabet system is highly symbolic. And although our students have heard the sounds of the alphabet all of their lives, isn't it strange that we're suddenly supposed to see them and visually understand? We have from age zero to five to master the sounds in our environment and to learn our language. But we have one year, the year of kindergarten, to completely master the symbolic side of things. It's actually a little preposterous if you take a moment to think about it. The truth is, it's really strange how disconnected our phonological and phonemic awareness side is to the symbolic side up until that moment. And before we get farther, this brings me to a big mistake, or I guess you could say gap in learning, that I see most alphabet curriculums making. There is a huge disconnect between the symbolic letter and the phonological awareness concepts that would involve that letter. So what does that mean, Tony? That's pretty complicated. Well, let me give you an example. When I first started teaching, we used a reading series that had everything included. It was all-inclusive, phonics, writing, phonological awareness, spelling, all of those things. Well, it would introduce three letters per week, and of course, students would practice writing it, saying it, etc. But then, the phonological awareness component for the day, which may be beginning sounds, for example, had nothing to do with that letter or those letters they were just learning. It was completely disconnected, and everything was taught in isolation. The truth is, it just shouldn't be that way, and we need to put a better focus on bringing those things together. We need to connect students' prior knowledge and experience that they have from their environment to the new symbolic knowledge of what a letter looks like and how it has a capital and lowercase that makes that same sound. We need to intertwine what is heard and what is seen. Just to note, if you want to learn more about phonological awareness, phonics, and their connection, I have a whole video series that I'll link down in the show notes. Although this series we're talking about today is focused on the alphabet, please realize that Equally, if not more important than teaching these letters and sounds is teaching the phonological and phonemic awareness concepts, which have deeper connections, believe it or not, to a child's future ability to become a proficient reader. Anyway, so back to the problem at hand. How do we fix it? What steps can you take to ensure that your students are receiving the most beneficial and effective alphabet instruction you can give them? Well, that's easy. Involve phonological and phonemic awareness concepts within your letter, your phonics instruction. Don't make them separate. Intertwine them. So in the creation of my letter squads curriculum, that's exactly what I did. No more isolation, here's the letter, here's its sound, but I brought the concepts of phonological and phonemic awareness in with the letter so students are fully immersed in that instruction. So I'm guessing that you've probably heard that the best way to learn a foreign language is to be kind of dropped in the country and left on your own to really learn and grow and understand it. Well, I want you to take that concept of being immersed into your letter and sound instruction. How can you do that? Well, definitely avoid teaching in isolation. Look at your phonological awareness concepts for the week and work them around to include your letters of the week. So as an example, if we're working on letter B and rhyming in the same day, say to your students, I will give you a word that begins with our new letter, letter B. Here it is. Do you see it? Let's think of some words that rhyme with these letter B words. What rhymes with the word b-b? boat. So that is just one example and a very easy example. But if you think about it, it's simple and manageable to include these things together. When we take out that barrier, that isolation, and bring these concepts together, it helps our students to refer to their prior knowledge and assimilate it with this new symbolic knowledge of a letter more and more phonological awareness um, awareness is on the rise on the educational scene. I feel really excited, but I think we still have some obstacles to overcome as most curriculums still teach this in isolation. Bringing these things together are so important and I hope that you have understood that today and maybe take some of these concepts and put them into play during your letter and sound instruction. My goal is that you leave this episode with a new perspective that, hey, this is not easy. It, of course, is easy for me, but my students, for them, this is like me looking at a foreign language. So keep that in mind when you're planning your instruction, when you are assessing your students and making new goals and making new activities and all the things that will serve your students best. Realize that this is difficult. This is not easy. Also remember that this is a lifelong skill that you're giving them. Let's not rush it. Although in my own kindergarten classroom, I taught multiple letters throughout the week. I always focused on one for the whole week, a letter of the week. And that is because this is my student's only opportunity in their lives to really, really solidify and understand that letter. So even if you do a curriculum that introduces three, five, however many letters per week, also consider taking time each week to focus on one letter so all students have the opportunity to internalize it. But beyond that, I hope you will also consider intertwining phonological awareness instruction more with what you're already doing. When our goal is to deeply impact our students, that sometimes means we have to give up ideas and perspectives we've held on to for so long. And of course, it also requires new thinking, new thoughts, new work and effort. But I know just because you're here, teacher, this is important and valuable to you. So go get her. Take some of this perspective and the new ideas I'll share in the upcoming episodes and make this your very best year of teaching the alphabet yet. So teacher, that was a quick beginning to our three-part series all about teaching the alphabet for go-getters just like you. Next week, we'll get into the assessing and rewarding of your students to optimize success. I'm so excited to share with you my no-fail, low prep, super easy and proactive way to track students' data when it comes to alphabet recognition. Assessment, believe it or not, can be exciting and wonderful and even fun for your students if you have the right mindset on hand. So join me back here next week, same time as always, and be ready to learn some more. But as always, until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend.